And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all who have believed and have been baptized and they shall be saved. But he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. Welcome to Southside Church of Christ here this morning. It is great to see of you, see all of you here this morning who have chosen to start your week off by worshiping our Creator and Sustainer of life and to remember His Son, Jesus Christ. This morning with our time, I'd like to spend... I'd like to spend it thinking about this question. Do you believe? It was Jesus who said, He who has believed and has been baptized will be saved. Thus that question. Do you believe? Would you all get your Bibles... And if you don't have one with you, there are some in the back pockets of the pews. I'd like you to hold your Bible in your hands. Whether it's on your phone or your tablet. I want to ask you some questions. Do you believe the words in this book? Do we even realize what we hold in our hands? This is the book of truth. Jack Cottrell stated it this way in his book on faith. It says, this is a book written by men who were under the direct influence of the Holy Spirit. And this is what guarantees that what is written is exactly as God would have it. Do you believe this book? Do you believe it is God's Word revealed to us? If you say yes, I ask you, do you believe what it says? And do you realize it's the words to eternal life. Do you believe God? Do you have doubts? Why? Have you not read this book? Have you not heard the words preached and taught from this book. Do you rely on yourself? Or do you rely on the world around you for answers on how to live? This book has the answers for us. We'll take some time to look at believing God and what He says Believing what it says about Satan and sin. And believing our Savior, Jesus the Christ. The first words in this book are, In the beginning, God. 
Who is God? God is the one who calls into being that which did not exist. Do you believe that? He calls into being that which does not exist. It's in this book, Romans 4 and 17. Think about that statement. Something out of nothing. Do you believe that? It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Do you believe that? God spoke and it was done. Do you believe that? Genesis chapter 1 is full of God said. God said, let there be light. And there was light. It was done. Do you believe that? God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. And it was so. Do you believe that? God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. Then God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place and let dry land appear. And it happened. Do you believe that? God said, let the earth sprout vegetation. And it was so. God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. Do you believe that? God said, let the waters teem with swarms of living creatures. And it was. It happened. Do you believe that? God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind. And again, it was so. It happened. And God said, let us make man in our image. Do you believe that? He calls into being that which did not exist. Do you believe that? Do you believe the power, the power in the words that God spoke? People, I tell you, this is a fact. These are facts. These are history. I tell you, believe it. The world around us may be pushing different accounts of the origin of man. From evolution to being dropped on this planet from someone from outer space. Some even spewing perverted accounts of the scripture to support the way they think. These accounts only make sense to those who choose to believe their lies. 
I tell you, God is right. God is truth. God is righteous. And the realm of God is righteousness. Do you believe this? Do you 100% believe this? Do you have the confidence to lay your life on the line for this truth? Your eternal soul on the line for this truth? There is no partial view here. If you do not believe the account of creation here in Genesis, you are living in a soup made of water. Water that has no taste, no value, and will be flushed away in the end. I ask what kind of life is that? What kind of hope is that? We need to believe all of this book. From front to back, from cover to cover, we need to believe all of it. The lessons that we read from the greatness of God with the creation of man to the craftiness and the power of Satan and about sin in mankind. Mankind being separated from God and His glory. We read about the reward and example or testimony of great men for believing God's Word through faith in Him. These words are true. We must believe them. We also see the results of those who do not believe what God says. We read of death and destruction, and at one point the whole earth's population destroyed, except for eight people led by a preacher of righteousness. Yes, a great flood. Eight people left. Do you believe that? We read of men who are righteous in God's sight. We read of Abel, Noah, Abraham, Lot, and others. We read of men who walked with God, Noah and Enoch. We read of a chosen race of people who love God, but do not always believe what He says. He gave a law that no man could keep because of sin. Yet with sacrifices yearly to be forgiven of their sins, God dwelt among them. He led them. He led them. Yet they fell way short of loving their Creator as they should have. They didn't believe God. We read of the way to again become right with God. He put his son on this earth as a man. To live as a man, but to die as a sinless sacrifice. Perfect in every way. The true son of God, 
Jesus the Christ. Thank God for the blood of Jesus that we read about here in the pages of God's Word. A gift from our Creator, our Creator and our Sustainer of life. A gift that gives us an opportunity to become right with Him and to be justified in His sight. You know, this book has a happy ending, but only for a few. We read of a narrow and straight gate, and it says a few will enter, but wide and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many will go that route. As we talk further about believing God, not only who He is, but also what He says for us to do. Remembering the reward or the consequences of our beliefs. God made man from the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Do you believe that? God planted a garden a garden for him and to put him into the tent. God told him he could eat from any tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said, for in it, the day you eat of it, you will surely die. Do you believe God did and said that? Then God said it is not good for man to be alone. So God made the first woman from Adam's rib to be his helper. (coughs) Do you believe that? Did Adam and Eve believe God's instructions? The instructions about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I believe they did believe God until the crafty one lied to Eve and she believed him instead. She had never been exposed to a lie before in her life. No excuses. No blame. She had a choice. Believe God or believe a lie. Believe God or believe a serpent. We know the outcome. Death entered the world. God's word was truth then and still is today. We all need to believe that. We are faced with sin each and every day. We have choices to make each and every day. We must believe God and His righteousness. The story of Adam and Eve is our story as well. When we are born, we are spiritually perfect. But Satan's influence causes us to sin by our free will. Am I blaming Satan here when I say that? No. I am accepting the fact that I am weak. 
disobedience or not believing in God's commands brings sin, resulting in death and separation from God for us. Also, not believing God's commands bring heavy burdens upon us. The decisions we make can have dreaded consequences. The life of the prodigal son illustrates this. He wanted to live with the world, to live it up and enjoy life. But at the end, you read in Luke 15 and verse 16, he says, it says, and he was so hungry, he would have gladly filled his belly with the tusks that the swine did eat. And no one was giving anything to him. Not believing will cause one to lose one's soul forever. Hebrews 2 and 2 says, For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape? How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? How shall we escape if we neglect to hear the words from this book? We need to believe what it says. Those who disbelieve will not have God's fellowship. They'll have God's anger. Ephesians 5 and 6 says, Let no one deceive you with empty words. Because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Do you believe these words? Do you believe that you must obey God's words? Satan is our enemy. Do you believe that? Satan lies. God said you will surely die, and Satan said you shall surely not die. Who do you believe? Satan is the father of lies. Jesus, while on earth speaking with some Jews who were relying on their bloodline to Abraham, Jesus gave it right to him and said, You are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature. For he is a liar and the father of lies. John 8 and 44. Do you believe that Satan is our enemy? We better believe it. Because he may appear friendly. 2 Corinthians 11 and 14 says, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. He didn't come to Eve in the garden as an enemy. He came as a friend, desiring her to be wise. He was crafty. Genesis 3 and 1. He was crafty. 
He didn't come to tempt Jesus as an enemy either, but as one who was looking out for Jesus' welfare. Oh, you're hungry. Eat some bread. The angels will save you, he said. I'll give you all the kingdoms to you. He even used the truth for his own devices. When he quoted Psalm 91 to Jesus, he said, for he will give angels charge concerning thee when he tempted him with throwing himself down. Be warned, he is our enemy. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Satan is our enemy? 1 Peter 5, verse 8 and 9 says, Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. The Bible says we are to take up the whole armor of God and battle against Him. Ephesians 6.11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And the Bible also says that we are to resist him. James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourselves. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you can resist him? Do you believe that you can resist the devil? Let me ask you this. Do you believe that sin separates us from God? The result of Adam and Eve's sin was separation from God. He put them out of the perfect garden He had made for them to tend. And I tell you, sin does not bring any of the things that Satan may say it will bring. Sin does not bring lasting joy. It may be fleeting. Hebrews 11 and 25 says, when talking about Moses, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Sin does not bring wisdom. It is foolishness. Proverbs 14 and 9 says, Fools make a mock of sin. Proverbs 24 and 9 says, The thought of foolishness is sin. And the scoffer is an abomination to men. Sin does not bring honor. Sin brings reproach. Proverbs 14 and 34, Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Sin does not bring true love. 1 John 3.10 By this the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. Romans 6 and 23, we read, sin brings death. Sin brings sorrow. Psalm 32 and 10. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, 
Do you believe that? Have you lived it? Many of us have. The one who practices sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose. To destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3. We need the helping hand of the, through the blood of Jesus each and every day to keep our eyes on the prize of heaven someday. It is harder for us today, is it harder for us today, than it was for Adam and Eve in the garden. God had made all things perfect for them. Is it harder for us today? Adam and Eve still fell short even being in a perfect place. Don't be surprised when you or someone you know struggles with sin. Because that's what we are. We are weak and sinful at times. Just as Jesus helps us, we can help others. And others will help us. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you believe that? Do you believe in brotherly love? Do you believe Jesus? Do you believe He is the Son of the living God? Sent to this earth for a purpose? Do you believe His words? You must be born again. A new creation. Do you believe He was the perfect sinless sacrifice made perfect through the things he suffered do you believe his blood paid the price that was due for our sin for we know the wages of sin is death do you believe a man would willingly sacrifice himself for you I don't know of any such man on this earth that would sacrifice himself for me. <coughs> Do you believe the love Jesus has for us? Do you, be, do you believe the love God has shown for us by sending his son to the earth to die? And do you believe that Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to rescue him? And I ask, do you believe that we need Jesus in our lives each and every moment of each and every day? We must thank God for him always. Do you believe that we can come to God in prayer through Jesus? And do you believe that He hears and answers our prayers? Do you really believe that? When you pray to Him, knowing and having full trust that He hears. Do you believe that when we are wrong, we can repent? 
We can repent in the blood of Jesus pays the price. This book says it is so. You know, eternity is a long time. A very long time. If you believe God's words, you will obey His commands and be made righteous in His sight. And if you don't believe God's word, you'll be condemned and remain separated from God for eternity. If you are here this morning and you're not a Christian, and you believe that you stand separated from God, and you believe that you need to be reconciled to Him today, and you believe the words of God and His faithful servants and His dear Son, and you believe God knows your heart, and you're willing to repent of your sins. And you believe Jesus will confess you to the Father as you confess your belief in Him. And that Jesus is the Son of God to others. If you're willing to do all those things, if you believe all those things, With that belief, you need to do one more thing. The last thing is that other part of the verse we started with today. The verse that read, He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. You must be buried in water for the forgiveness of your sins. Buried with Christ. Raised a new creature and become one who is right with God. If you want to be right with God, come forward now as we stand and sing this beautiful song.